Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. created a space where we can celebrate the unsung and the undervalued. A place where we focus on the many talents and influences for women within the culture in hopes to inspire women everywhere to overcome adversity in a male-dominated world. Welcome to Woman in Hip Hop. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jazzy Bell, here with Woman in Hip Hop Podcast. And on this show, we focus on the many talents and influences from women in hip hop. And today is no exception. So I have a special, special guest co-host here with me today. I'm so excited. She's been doing her thing for a minute now. And to have her, you know, bless her presence with me today is such an honor. So I'm here with L Jones with L Jones Media. What's up, L? Thank you so much, Jazzy, for having me. I'm honored to be here. <laughs> L. Jones, L. Jones Media, Control the Convo, New York City's number one culture critic. When I talk culture shit, people listen. Um, yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. No, I love <laughs> that you're here. Listen, so we're definitely going to talk about the culture. Yes. We're definitely going to talk about the thing that's happening within the culture, mm-hmm. everything that's happening within pop culture, which I feel like is hip-hop culture because hip-hop is running this thing, correct? Okay, okay. All right, so... How do you want to, uh, first of all, let the people know, I know you said like the number one, you know. Culture critic. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So talk about some of the things that you have critiqued in the past that you're known for. Um, I would argue that my claim to fame is just commentating on the emergence of drill music in New York City. I'm from Brooklyn, New York, born and raised, best city on earth. Um, And (laughs) I was privileged to be... um, of age and around when drill music was emerging so that's pop smoke that's um so many of these young kids I, i've i've met k flock i've dougie b i've i've met the likes of them two six ar busy banks things like that and um just being there and 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 seeing what's going on and and literally like i said the emergence and the growth of it which i think is so dope and i often compare to like if i was around back in bad boy days or like when biggie or somebody was was coming out so um that's been something i critique but also once i got my job at asylum records um i was working with them for a year i was able to get the insight so i always say that my brand is bringing the streets and the industry together because i've been in the building and i know what they want but I'm from the I'm from the I'm from the streets, you Brooklyn. know what I mean? And I know, yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. And Period. I know these hungry artists, they they want deals, but I know what the people that give out the deals what they're looking for. And mm. I try to just educate the streets and let them know, like, look, marketing, branding, staying out of bullshit, especially with drill, you know, with so much violence, you know, being the fuel and often the inspiration for that sound, letting them know like it's about money at the end of the day. Uh, a label the day. is a bank. So yeah, you don't want to intimidate. You wouldn't go in the bank with a ski mask, right? So, let's look alive when we when we in the studio when we making these records. Let's get these beats, these writers come up with these songs, get some hooks going. You know, bringing back that authentic hip hop. I feel that I fell in love with so so long ago when I first heard Eric B and Rakim's. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love that. So a lot of people that are tapped into drum music don't usually reference a Eric B and Rakim. So right. I love that you did that because I know you're younger than me. <clears throat> <It's> okay. <laughs> However, so when I hear you talk about drill music and how you came up 
into drill music mm-hmm. and you saw that kind of coming to fruition. It reminds me of a lot of the older heads, respectfully, respectfully. before me, that say I was there when hip hop was created in mm-hmm. the 70s and 80s. So what would when would you say drill music really made an impact in, in the culture? Mm, that's a good question because... I always say, I yes, that was a great question because a lot of you ask, you ask a bunch, you ask 10 drill fans that question, you'll get 10 different answers. For me, I'm all about a bag. So when drill got lucrative, when it became bigger than hood shit, when when labels and, and, and bigger mainstream artists were tapping in, I was like, oh, yeah, this, this we we ain't fucking around. We what got, year was that? that Pop Smoke be, year? That was Pop Smoke, I feel. I mm. think we, you know, Chef G, shout out to Chef G and 22Gs who were some of the first drill artists to get major deals from labels, but Pop Smoke really took that international collabing with Afrobeats artists and really elevating the sound, which is where I I feel was its peak in my opinion what year was that that had to be like 20 2020 i want to say yeah i want to say um because because again drill was moving and and we had our own little thing going on but pop smoke really amplified it and took it to the masses and like i said made people that we never thought would tap in like look at our you know especially being from brooklyn i'm like damn we got all kind of people calling themselves woo and dancing to our stuff and getting on our beats and trying our sound and that was amazing but i always say i wish i was around when artistry was outside of social media because i think and i argue with people about drill all the time that because it's big to us doesn't mean it's big to the world Mm. So I don't know if you saw it was a video of uh, Lil Nas X in Japan and nobody knew who he was and it was like back in respectfully back in y'all day like there was no social media so mm-hmm. magazines and tabloids and you really had to be a star to to, to make music and go platinum facts nowadays yeah, you could be a one hit wonder you could be a tiktok artist and all this stuff and it it, it makes the game real finicky but like you said i'm into the the roots of shit eric b and rakim lauren hill mob deep i listen to the re- the veterans and 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 what i'm doing i'm trying to bring back that artistry to the streets like i said i love that you listen to the veterans because how old are you i'm 27 <laughs> how did you listen to the veterans who introduced you to, to the veterans um my uncle and my sister i would always say they were the ones like my sister bought me my first ipod she was the one that was helping me upload all the music i used to steal my uncle's king magazines complex magazines vibe magazines source magazines because I wasn't, my dad was like, you can't have these. You're not getting these subscriptions to the house. But right, my right. dad, he never liked like rapping with cursing. So that's how I got into Eric, because Rakim never really cursed. So. Public um, Enemy, a lot of the artists they back never in the day didn't KRS curse. One, the, these people were really about. Shout out to Will Smith, didn't curse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. They didn't curse. So my dad is where I got those roots from. I remember when Lauren Hill's album came out, he played it front to back, mm. back to front, upside. This was Cage. We're skipping, you know, when you played it too much and it started to skip. Yeah. <laughs> it, you wore that motherfucker out. <laughs> it was that time. Um, okay. So that's how I got into the OGs. And then the love of hip hop just grew. I always say, like, I love, like, hip hop is my life. Like, I don't listen to any other. Oh, I do listen to, shout out to R&B, shout out to soul, shout out to jazz, classical, all that good shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I love me some hip hop. I but love But you're deep rooted in hip hop. I love it. Everything about it. The, the, the origin, the way. It come, it, I just love it. It is pop culture, like you said, too. I call it hip-hop because we are the number one genre of this year, according to Apple Music. 
we've been there for a very, very long time. At one point, rock and roll was it, mm. and we surpassed them. Yep. So for many years, hip hop has been number one. Do you think we get our flowers though? Um, no. Mm. I feel like why if we do that? get why why because it's still black culture mm. and it's still deep rooted in us wow. melanin being black yeah and i think when people want to infiltrate they feel as if oh this is just everyone's culture so it makes it pop culture mm. and as a hip-hop head we appreciate the mainstream platform that is called pop mm. but at the end of the day we are hip-hop right and hip-hop was the voice for the voiceless. Hip-hop was the voice for the streets. Hip-hop grew from the streets. Shout out to the Bronx. So it's yep. like, for us to fully get our respect, I don't think it's quite there because a lot of the people that respect hip-hop don't look like us, mm. but they make us popular. Right. So they think they got control. Yeah. So yeah. they discredit who really started this thing? Mm -hmm. If that makes, if that answers your question, which no, was a great question. Yes, thank you. It definitely does. <laughs> what do you think it'll take? Do you think it'll take more? Let me be politically correct. More, more Caucasian artists tapping in. More diversity. You don't have to be politically correct on okay, this motherfucker. So you can like, talk your yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm about to say we gotta get more white. I people ain't that on. stuffy. <laughs> I know I'm Jazzy Bell, but I ain't that fucking stuffy. <laughs> talk your shit. Bougie, <laughs> Miss Bell looking nasty. <laughs> As my friends that call me when they tease me, Jasmine Bell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so funny. But do, no. Do you think that, you know, if more white artists tap in, more diversity comes into play? No. I don't think it's I I don't think it's that because I don't think that's necessary. I just think that more people that look like us need to mm -hmm. be in control. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Behind the scenes. Right. In order to make sure that we are good. And represent it well and respect it and paid well. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I don't think it needs to be more white people um, in the forefront on the talent side mm -hmm. to make sure. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. For that things go right. Okay. I, I don't. I don't believe that. Being that we're on the Women in Hip Hop podcast, I'm dying to know who you were listening to coming up, female-wise especially. I want to know everybody, but I really want to know female-wise. Of course. This is Women in Hip Hop. Yes. Um, were you a Lauryn Hill? Let me see. Is it giving Foxy Brown? Is it giving Eve? Is it giving Kim? It's like giving all of the above. <laughs> First of all, it's giving all of the above, which is such an amazing yes. topic to talk about. Yes. His Woman in Hip Hop podcast. Who are you listening to? Who was Top here? Five Dead or Alive? Yes. Okay. And I would give order because I always say people not no particular order. Yeah, don't be don't I'm be a, a punk. I would give an order. <laughs> okay. Kim. Is that one or five? Where we start? We start at one. Okay. Kim will always be number one for me. Why is that? Because she was the one that blended hardcore and sexy and merged it and made it something for me to where mm -hmm. I, I can see that it was feasible okay. to be respected and and hardcore right. and to also, at the same time, be sexy. I have seven brothers and I have two sisters, same mother, same father. So it's, a, it's 10 of us mm -hmm. growing up. So I grew up in a predominantly male household. Mm -hmm. So... I thought in order to be respected or to be heard was to look like a boy. 
So my brother, shout out to my brother Dre, he has a joke where he says, you know, you were a boy the first 12, 13 years of your life. And I'm like, don't tell people that because, you know, right. we're in sensitive times now. It was like transgender. So I was like, don't don't say that too loud. Like, right. you know, you mean I just dressed like a boy because I was, I grew up with my brothers. Mm. So like I said, there's 10 of us. So my first two sisters was the first born. Then okay. came the slew of boys, me, and then two more boys, two oh. or three more boys. Okay. So I grew up with my brothers. Mm-hmm. So of course you would adapt to your environment. Right. So I dress like them. I look like them, and that's why Debrat, shout out to her, is is very very influential. I know that's one of your faves. Yeah. One of my faves. Yeah. Although she may not be top five, she's top six. She's my sixth woman. Okay. However, um, it was something about because I'm naturally like this. Mm-hmm. So although I grew up very tomboyish, by the time Little Kim came out in '96. It was just something about her being a shorty, like I'm a shorty. I know she's like 4'11 or something like that, 4'12. I interviewed her. She was like, don't take my inch. <laughs> so I think she's like 4'12 or something like that. I think I said 4'11. And so I resonated with her. And she was very hardcore. Mm. And I'm very hardcore. Right. So that's why Kim will always be number one for me. Okay. Foxy is number two for obvious reasons because I feel like they're neck to neck. Right. And I feel like enough people don't respect Foxy. Mm. Foxy, in her own right, is literally a queen, has done so much for hip-hop, has broken down so many barriers, has broken records, Mm -hmm. and um, I would never, ever, ever respect anybody that does not mention her name when when we're talking about the greats. So Foxy will always be that girl. Okay. Um, After her, Lauryn Hill. Okay. Lauryn Hill is Lauryn Hill. I don't even know what to say about Lauren. <laughs> Other than she's Lauren Hill. Right. Um, Eve. Okay. I feel like Eve doesn't get enough respect. I agree. For mm-hmm. being Eve. Mm-hmm. From being a chick from Philly. Humble beginnings. Being a stripper. Mm. Dancing for the likes of Mace. From them working from the likes of them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep. Dr. Dre's and all of those people being with Rough Riders. And being the first. I want to say she's the first female rapper to go double platinum. Mm. I know, I know the brat was the first to go platinum solo. Oh, Salt and Pepper was the first to go platinum duo. But I want to say Eve was the first to go double platinum. I love that you know your shit. I love yeah, it. I, 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 I got to know my shit. So, so Eve was, but her, that, that first lady of Rough Rider album is a classic. If mm-hmm. y'all haven't heard it, please go check it out. <laughs> I know she's married to like a millionaire billionaire. Yeah, she lives in the UK. So she's ducked off and happy but, and. Living her best life. Respectfully, that girl, Eve, is literally that girl. Yeah. Eve is that girl. And she deserves her flowers. Um, and Left Eye. Really? Left Eye is my number five. Left Eye is number five. Okay. Left Eye is brilliant. She's so smart. Super talented. So creative. Gemini. <laughs> See? I know you're Gemini. Yes. <laughs> and um, I was always mesmerized by her uniqueness her delivery, her wordplay, and her passion. Because I feel like her passion was always misunderstood. Mm. Just like another Gemini, Tupac, who she was very close to. Mm -hmm. And I just felt like they were misunderstood because they knew exactly who they was and they knew what they represented and they knew where they wanted to go Mm -hmm. in their careers. And as you know, this industry sometimes will stifle you. So I love... Left eye, so that's my top five. Mm-hmm. Kim, Foxy, 
Lauren Hill, Eve, and Left Eye. Okay. Six Man to Brat. That's a strong, that's a good <laughs> top five. It's, it's unique. It is. It is. Eccentric. So being that, honestly, all your top fives were like 90s artists. Can can we say that? Mm-hmm. Um, What are your thoughts of the industry today? I'm, I'm dying to know. I okay, mean, good question. Yes. <laughs> and I mean in its entirety. Yeah. But specifically right now, I just really want to talk about the girls. Like, Let's talk about the girls. The girls. Okay. <laughs> the girls. <laughs> the girls. Let's all, talk about the girls. The girls are winning. I know in okay. 2019, we haven't seen this type of influx of female rappers since like 96, 97. Like when... Queen Latifah and MC Light was doing Roughneck and Kim and Foxy. Mm. Like that's, we haven't seen women coexist in this space since, Mm -hmm. since then. Okay. Um, So I'm happy about that. I was, I was wondering to myself, like, is it oversaturated? I was just about to ask you that. I, I don't think so, but I think the more that I get to listen, because I I am one of the girls that kind of stuck in the nineties. But okay. I'm giving the girls a chance, and I've been doing that. And that's what this season of Women in Hip Hop Podcast is all about. Nice. You know, before you came in here, we just had Steph G up mm-hmm. here, and she reminded me so much of Cardi B. And I talked about how initially I was like, mm, Cardi B as a rapper, what are we doing? Yeah, okay. You know, but to see her flourish and to see her show up to blow up, every time I see Cardi B, she not missing. Mm-hmm. She shows up and she gets shit done. Yeah. That's she not by her brand. That's not by mistake. Right. That's by hunger and consistency. Mm. That's because she wants to fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, to answer your question, how I feel right now, I'm so happy. It's a lot. So I want to take my time with listening to everybody. Okay. I think my biggest point that I try to make with the girls is like, if you're going to come in here, shout out to Lola Brooke, don't play with it. Mm. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't <laughs> shout play. out to Lola Brooke. <laughs> yeah. Don't play with it. Like, if you're going to do it, do it. And that's why I get props to people like Cardi because I'm like, I thought she was going to play with it. Mm. I was a non-believer. And she... A lot of people were. Were you one as well? Was I a non-believer with Cardi? Um, I was not a non-believer because... I, I'm I'm a huge fan of marketing and I knew that they would to someone that was gonna be branding. Mm. That was gonna be a personality thing. That was something they were gonna play on her being, you know, from the Bronx, the Latin the accent. You know, I knew that that was something someone was gonna bottle up and sell. So I believed it in that sense, but I love Nikki. I grew up on I grew up when Nikki was doing the Mac deals and ha- being having lipstick and and I know of course little Kim cuz my sister is, my sister's 10 years older than me. So she be real quick on the What's let me educate name? you, Shari. Shari, what up Jones. though? Shout out to Shari. She'll Shari, be real What up though? Yes. You know. <laughs> she be real quick to be like, "Oh, you know little Kim was she did that before." So that's why when and, I And Nikki knows it too. Nikki and Nikki does. has given her props to that. Yes. Although they had their situation, but I'm loving that I'm starting to see that that is being Yes. Rectified a yes. bit. I think that more. flowers need to be given mm. to each other as females through age gaps, whatever the case may be. It's like somebody had to walk so you could run. You didn't invent this wheel. Like Period. you're you're walking on a road somebody else laid out. And mm. I think Nikki did that, but I do also feel that as women, men make it seem like we can't be competitive. 
Like, I, I don't think anything, there's nothing wrong with competition. That's a human instinct. So I don't have to be giving out hugs and kisses to all the bitches. Like, nah, I don't want to do that. I work harder than you. I'm smarter than you. I rap better than you. I rap my own shit. And I'm allowed to, to be a queen of that. And if, if you feel intimidated by that, that says more about you than it does about me. So I think Nikki was one of those girls that was like, I'm going to give you homage, but I ain't going to suck your dick now. Well, sorry. I don't want to be too No, no. I took two crazy. It's the shots. We should, I should have took one shot. I took two shots. Pop your shit. But I'm just saying, you know, like, we, I, I'm allowed to, to give flowers, but still talk my shit and, and, and be conceited. Because this is my life, you know? Yeah. So I think Nikki wasn't allowed to have that duality of... Yes, I paid homage, but I'm not going to say Little Kim's name in every interview. Right now, this is about Nicki Minaj. You're sitting down with me, right? So I think... Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. A lot, I think, honestly, a lot of men manipulated that situation because Her I think... usual. Yes, I think men and the industry were led to believe that they would make more Nikki would make more money if they were beefing. If mm. there if there was a conflict of some sort. And I, I think it's unfortunate because that doesn't happen with men all the time. If anything, we want them to squash beef. Jay Z and Nas, we wanted that to be done. <laughs> so happy when um what was that stage? Which one? Hot 97 stage, Summer Jam. Okay. So happy when they came and had a whole peace treaty waving their hands Love and that. holding hands. Yep. Everybody loved it. So you're so right when it comes to that. And I love the fact that you said it's okay that we do not all get along. Yeah. It's okay that we not on our Rodney King. Can we all just get along? <laughs> shit? It really is okay. It is. I spoke on a panel about that and a woman stood up. She was like, my question is for Jazzy Bell. And I was like, here we go. Oh boy. What's up, sis? It's just <laughs> like, how do you feel about this Cardi B and Remy Ma beef? I feel like it's mm. some bullshit. And I was like, let her talk. Mm-hmm. And she thought I was going to co-sign her shit. And I was like, yeah, so I feel like the same way we hold men to a certain standard, right. they all ain't got to get along. We all ain't got to get along either. Right. And that doesn't mean that I'm not about woman empowerment, but I'm all about we all ain't got to be on some kumbaya shit either. I agree. Nikki I agree does not have to get along with Remy. Remy doesn't have to get along with whoever. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And if they choose to come and want to collaborate later, it's free to do that without any critique mm-hmm. just like Nas and Jay-Z was right. and Jay-Z fuck Nas baby mother oh like goodness. that goes deeper See, than any beef that me. they you ain't know that I did not know that so this is why I'm here with the yes millions. educate me please Lord have mercy. when was this was was this how it started? This what? is why I'm here Hold with the on. youngins. Yeah. <laughs> this is why hip hop is. This is why I feel I love like women. We're bridging is. the gap right now. No, this is amazing. Absolutely. We're bridging the gap. Absolutely. I never knew that. And I, and and that's why I love what you said because I feel like when we get into it, they drag yep. it, bro. It'd be about, oh, she says she ain't her lace front mm-hmm. don't fit she the crown. Jealous. Or yep. she jealous or her body is whack. When y'all be really collecting bodies <laughs> okay in the streets y'all dead ass be fucking each other's baby mothers or ladies so no integrity that's what i'm saying like it'd be deeper than rap mm-hmm. when it comes and they still come together that's and make fact. women look like crazy mm-hmm. i agree <sighs> respect to carmen who is Nas's baby mother okay yes shout out to miss carmen yes carmen who jay-z raps about on super ugly who he said I gotta hear that 
who he said, um, I fucked her, left a condom on the baby seat. So apparently, mm. and she did write a book, so y'all go out there and respect the Carmen, who I guess she did end up dealing with both rappers. Mm. Nas is her baby daddy, though. Okay. So, but us, the public, didn't know nothing about you, Jay-Z, dealing with Nas' baby mother. You put that shit on the record. Mm. And a lot of people said that was like OD disrespectful yeah. because now you bringing in kids and you fuck with the family. Mm-hmm. So... The reason why I brought that up is because of the comparison between, in this particular situation, Remy and Cardi. Mm-hmm. Because Remy brought up, you know, her family issues when it comes to her brother and the whole molestation, mm-hmm. you know, situation. So people was like, oh, it went off, it went overboard, mm-hmm. you know, this off limits. And then it was like, why is it off limits with us? Yeah. But the dudes get a pass. All and that time. was a that was a huge comparison. So I know you don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, when I didn't you, know that. Thank you. I'm definitely gonna do my research and listen to that super yeah. ugly song because I never heard that either. Super ugly. So super ugly was the response to Ether. Or Ether was a super response to super ugly. Okay. Either either way how it went, yeah. that was the battle. And it was a couple of records probably before that. But that was the battle between Jay Z and Nas. Mm-hmm. So to your point. My thing is, allow us to be human. Yeah. Allow us to do what we do as far as our artistry when it comes to women in hip hop and hold us to the same standards as men. It's okay. Do We're you not going to get along. there? Absolutely. You think so? Yes. I think, especially because you see what's happening right now. <laughs> I mean, we talked about Remy and, and, and Nikki and Nikki and Kim. And I think those things, I think we're kind of like over that. Mm-hmm. But I think we're, we're we're stepping into more where it comes to like it's okay for the girls to not get along and mm-hmm. it's okay for the girls to fight. I I just hate that they want us to be prim and proper yeah. and always get along yeah. and, and that's just not realistic. Absolutely not. So Absolutely not. what's happening now with the girls? I was gonna. I was just about to bring it back to you again. I have so many questions. This is a Jazzy Bell interview, guys. This is Women in Hip Hop Jazzy Bell special episode because I want to know with the emergence of technology now. Because mm-hmm. I feel like again, it was real magazines that had to be tabloids. Had, you had to be worth somebody's time to write an article or something for you to be famous. Whereas Thanks. now, TikTok, Instagram. There's so much, I call them popcorn artists that just, you know, come up and take over. Facts. Especially with females. Shout out to Ice Spice. Um, Lola Brooks been putting in work for uh, for a long time. Shout yeah. out to her. Um, Billy B. What do you think of this now flood? I feel like, whereas, you know, you guys was like Lil' Kim and then when there was a Foxy, it's like, hold on, who is this bitch? Whereas now it's like, oh, it's another one? It's yeah. another one? Oh, yeah. it's somebody else? Yeah. What is, shout out to Maya the Don too, Telfi. You know, what is that... How do you consume that? <laughs> or if, do you consume it? Okay. Because I have this platform, Women in Hip Hop, I have to consume it. And I want to consume mm, it. Okay. What I do want the girls to do is step into their lane where they they are different. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Differentiate, differentiate yourself from the other. Okay. As much as you can. Do you think that's what's lacking? Is that what the game is missing right now, especially with the girls? Uniqueness. In the in the beginning, yes, but I'm starting to see. Okay, Lola, you sound different than Connie. Connie, you sound different than you Billy. Know what's going Billy, on. you sound different than you know what I'm yeah. saying. Like the, like I'm starting. To, I'm literally starting to see that. In the beginning, no, I just felt like everybody was just trying to come out and sound like Nikki. Mm. And or before that, everybody was trying to come out and sound like you know, Kim mm-hmm. or Foxy yeah. or Queen Latifah or mm-hmm. Light or like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm starting to see individuality. 
Nice. So it's, I'm excited. Yes. I'm yes. like, I've never been so excited. Mm-hmm. Like this. I'm excited. In a long time. I don't think ever. Like, even, like, early, mid-90s, I've never been so excited. I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's a lot. Yeah. Definitely is a lot. (laughs) But I'm excited. Yeah. And it's making my job harder. Mm. And I don't don't need shit to come easy for me. (laughs) So I appreciate the girls coming out. And I want more of y'all to come out. And I want more of y'all to, like... Do y'all research and understand, like, where this shit come from and just, like, create your own lane. Like, don't be too gimmicky. Like, I know it's so easy to be like, oh, this is working. Let me come out and do this. Or this is working. Let me come out and sound like this. And even if you do a little bit of that, always have a bit of your individuality in there to separate you from the other girl. Mm. Nice. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Stepping away from the girls real quick. Culture in general. Can I get a temperature check? What you thinking? Like it, love it, hate it. I'm not fucking with it. What what, what is it giving you right now? Temperature check on just hip hop period. Hip hop period. Uh, is it 90 degrees Fahrenheit? Is it 30? <laughs> like what? What's the temperature? Are you jacking yes. it? You're not jacking it. I'm a mm, I'm a bit torn. Mm. I'm a bit torn because some of it I'm like, wait, what you say? <laughs> wait, what? And it's funny because I'm like, do I sound like an OG? Because I'm sure my parents are like, what you say? Right. Wait, what? <laughs> so I'm trying not to sound like somebody's auntie. Right. Or like, oh, somebody's grandma even. But it's like, <laughs> sometimes it does come across like, wait, y'all, let's come on. Mm. Because we come so far. Right. Yeah. It's like black history. Mm-hmm. We come so far. We've done so much. We evolved so much mm-hmm. as a people, period. Mm-hmm. And hip hop is a part of us first and foremost. And I need y'all to understand that. And I just feel like I want the generation coming up to understand this is ours. Mm. Hip hop is yours. I know the gatekeepers and everybody in the labels don't look like us, mm-hmm. but it is yours, baby. We created this for you mm. first and foremost. So, with that being said, just kind of like, Take pride in it. Mm. And I think when you do that, you do start tapping into, like, culturally and historically who we are as a people. Right. Right? Absolutely. And then that's why I love artists like Tupac. That's why I love artists like Nas, Jay-Z even, um, Public Enemy, who my dad used to, like, not force on us, but, like, listen to. And he was like, I love them. He used to love N.W.A. Mm. And that's niggas with attitude. And a lot of people didn't even fuck with the whole nigga shit, but it was like... All right, get past the nigga. Yeah. And just listen to what the fuck they're saying. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to be that where it's like, okay, let me get past to the some of the shit y'all saying and understand what it is y'all really trying to convey. Mm -hmm. And if it's and if it's of substance, I get it. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Shout out to you for giving it a chance, though, Jazzy, because a lot of people don't even give it a chance. Oh, I don't play with that because I felt like, although I'm not, I'm a millennial. Let's be clear. Although I'm like millennials (laughs) are like OGs right now, but like the generation after me is considered Gen Z. Z? Yeah, right. So like I look at that Gen. Is it Gen Z or Gen X? I think Gen Z. I don't know. Okay, Jay don't know. 
and it's Gen Z's in the building. Y'all don't even know. Right. You're literally whatever generation I'm talking about. You're supposed to know. I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm an OG. I feel like I'm an OG. Like, you couldn't tell me I wasn't at the Ready to Die release party. Like, I was there. Like, I was oh, there when Who I Shots wasn't even there out. for that. Well, I was there. <laughs> I, I was there. Jazzy wasn't there, but I was there. I was like 94, 95. 90. I was born in 95. So, See, I wasn't you even was alive. not there. <laughs> I wasn't even there. I wasn't old enough to be there. <laughs> But still, you you are well versed enough to know, so that's why I respect the fact that you are like you know Thank knowledgeable you so about it, and then you're willing to be more knowledgeable. Yeah, about I love it. to learn. So yeah, I I love I love what everyone is doing. I do. I just wish that there was more diversity and more education. More diversity. More diversity. And more. Oh my god, that was a great answer. More diversity and more education. So if it's two things you could say the game is missing right now, it'll be diversity and education. Education being first. Education first. Yes. What do you mean? You think you think you think we don't know our shit? Well, you didn't know that Nas and Jay Z was beefing about a particular baby mother. I I didn't know that at all. (laughs) And that's like an iconic beef. I mean, literally, Remy made Sheetha because of Ether, but Ether was a response to Super Ugly. I didn't know that. And he went ugly or Super Ugly. Like, it's to the point that people say he lost because he went a little too hard talking about Nas, baby mother. That was Mm. one of the emphasis on that. Hove lost? Jay-Z lost? Everybody said Jay-Z lost. I love Jay-Z. I don't tolerate no Jay-Z slander. Wait, so the Jay-Z and Nas beef, you don't know Jay-Z lost? He did? I thought Jay-Z won. He's Jay-Z. Jay-Z don't lose. Nah, he lost. Nas was that? <laughs> that's why. That? That's why Remy put Sheetha as yeah. her b- before Super Ugly. Although, here's the thing. I will say this to you, and I will go on record and say this. Growing up, mm-hmm. I'm more of a Jay-Z fan. Even now, more of a Jay-Z fan than Nas. Okay. I felt Jay-Z won too. Okay. <laughs> but in retro, hindsight, yeah. being 2020... <laughs> As I grew older, I understood the impact that Ether had. Mm. And Nas, Nas did the damn thing. Mm. So, arguably, yes. Nas I wish won. rap beef happened like that nowadays, though. Mm-hmm. I think now the kids are so impulsive and everything is so violent. Mm-hmm. They were really going blow for blow in the booth. Yeah. And that was amazing to witness. Well, to listen to, not witness. Yeah. I wasn't there. But yeah. just to listen to was amazing. Whereas now it's like everything is so in your face, in real time. Comments are getting posted. There was no comments on a sheet the post, I mean, an ether post versus a, the takeover post. Like Mm-mm. the streets decided, the fans, whoever we did. Would, you know what I mean? And like, radio was big back then. Hot 97 was way big back then. And they really had a poll going on to where we would know who won at that particular time. You know, we don't give a fuck about the radio now, right? I, and, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. Suspectful. No, Shout out and, to all the DJs, though. And but. no, I and I totally get that. But when it comes, to, when it came to the sh- Remy and Nikki, how did you feel about that particular beat? Um, I am. I understand female conflict. Like I don't get along okay. with everybody. So who won? Nikki versus Remy. Yeah. And you can say, like, in 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 all actuality, yeah. like, at the end of the day, it ain't got to be a particular song for song. Yeah. I think that, damn, that's a hard question because I honestly don't know what they were fighting about. So I don't even know what's the winning. Like, Sheetha was great, sure, but Nikki is Nikki. 
I think you guys can coexist. So what are we even beefing about? You know, oh, you ever heard an argument where you like you just what are pussy foot around that whole? I'm answer. just saying, like what that. are we arguing about? You don't remember what they was arguing about? They was arguing about who's the queen. Oh, you the queen, queen of this here? One you think, plaque and a plaque. You think Remy is the queen? I didn't say that. Okay, so if we're if we're talking queen shit, I'm gonna go on record, and I love Remy. Her verse on "Take Me Home" was amazing. "Lean Back" is iconic. "Conceited" is my mother's favorite record ever. But Nikki is the queen. Are we crazy? Not like, what are we talking? Listen, I'm conceited. It's one of my favorite. I, I got a reason. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great record for sure. And and Remy's mm-hmm. definitely done her thing and held her own. And I think even just in the way that they're. Again, marketed is just different. Remy is the street, you mm. know what I'm saying? Nikki is the Barbie. I'm prissy, but deep down under all of that, they both are similar people to me. I feel like they both come with aggression. All actuality, you felt like Nikki won. I feel like Nikki. I feel like Nikki. When it come to queen shit, yeah, I think Nikki took that. Okay, but she, but Sheeta was well written and had all the elements of hip hop that I love. It had the dissing, it had the punchlines, it had the metaphors, right. And it had the classic. I love the connection from the sheet to the ether. I love all of that. But queen shit. Now you can't say in one breath it's okay that we all don't get along <laughs> and that we're not on the Sukun Banya shit. That when it comes to the question who you felt won or whose side you was on, you're right. You gotta you gotta hold your nuts on this right. respectfully. N- N- Nikki took that. hold your tits, hold something. Nikki took that. For okay. Me. Nikki took that. Just like I said, even when we talking about the guys, Nas and Jay Z, I initially was like Jay Z took it, but as I got older and started to really dissect this thing i could see how the world ether was a fucking beast that beat was a beast mm. the shit was a beast and it was just like do you remember when i dropped i was literally on the greyhound bus coming here yeah how do you feel? like what was the energy like? headphones walkman yeah damn energy different mm. coming to the city where these niggas was birthed mm-hmm. different that vibe was different. No, no social media. No social media. Radio, barely internet. Internet wasn't even popping. Mm. Internet wasn't barely popping. We just had word of mouth, mm-hmm. and we had the streets. We had Walkmans, <laughs> no iPods, CD yeah. players. So we had mixtapes. Mm. Energy, crazy, amazing, amazing. Speaking of energy, I do want to tap more into like what it is you what it is you do because I love although we're bridging the gap because mm-hmm. it is an age gap there mm-hmm. necessarily, but the passion there's no it's, gap in that absolutely not, and that's why I respect the girls of all ages before me, during me, after me. Yes. What made you do what it is that you do right now? Um. Well, right now what I'm focusing on is freelance A and R, so putting records together from stra- from scratch, um, beats, studio, music videos, the works. And what yeah. made me do that, um, if I'm being completely honest, they ain't giving out A&R jobs to, to women. So I'm oh. creating it for myself. And, nice. and, and I love it. And I feel empowered and I feel blessed to even know what I know and have the knowledge. Shout out to, you know, old jobs that I've had and places I've worked because the experience I've got there is stuff that I could take and carry. I learned the game from the inside. So from the time a record is made to how it's how it's uploaded, yeah. music, video, all that stuff, I'm like, I can do that. Yeah. And, and I feel empowered in taking that power because like I said they ain't giving jobs they I'll be completely honest they ain't giving out A&R jobs to, to, to women 
I feel to black women. I think that, mm. you know, if if you're in, you're in. But to be brought in, it, it, it's very it's very political. And I'm like, fuck that. I love music enough that I know what it takes to make a good song. I think I do. And I'm going to do it. Instead of just critiquing the culture, I'm really trying to get my hands dirty and, and see the pros and cons and why certain records get marketed the way they do and all that stuff. And I'm empowering myself by doing that. I love that. So yeah. much respect for you. Thank you. So Thank on the media so side, because you got your own platform, mm -hmm. shout that out real quick. Uh, shout out to Control the Convo. Subscribe to my YouTube, L Jones. Um, I'm L Jones Media on Instagram, where I post constantly the latest in entertainment news and underground music. Um, and that just emerged because... When I first, first started with just social media and everything like that, you know, I was doing kind of like the Vixen thing or whatever. And I had a lot of... I didn't of, know that. I, I was. Yes. My first company ever was a male... Was a, um, I was... I don't know what I was about to say, but I was a hair company. So I sold hair when I was in college and things like that. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't like it. I was just like, this is a little shallow for me. My hair always got to be done. Like, it's just a lot. So... Yeah. You know, I was still doing the, the, you know, the sexy images and things like that. And I ended up growing a super huge male following. And I was like, wow. well, this sounds so familiar. Yeah, I, I grew a, <laughs> yes, I grew a huge male following. Um, I was in college at the time. So nice. I have a degree in um, psychology with a minor in criminal justice. And I was like, what college? Shout out to college. Morgan State University, HBCU. Go Bears. Um, yes, I, I, I had a huge male following and I was just like fuck, like, what is something that guys like that I like? I'm like, I don't like sports. I can't talk about sports. I don't, I don't, I can't cut hair. I could do wigs and shit, but I can't cut hair. So I was like, music. I love hip hop. So that's when I started my hip hop blog. And I would, cut, I was living in Baltimore at the time still, because I grad, that's where Morgan is. And I would take the bus back and forth if my homeboys was having underground shows. Mm. I would come get content, go back home, do the write ups on the bus. And that was where I was like, okay, people are starting to fuck with me. But I knew that. It was going to be difficult because I came from the Vixen space. So it's like you went from niggas not even knowing what your voice sounds like to now you want to be on a, a mic obnoxiously talking about why Jay-Z is better than whoever. So mm, I knew that it was, was going to take me some time to get that respect. But through changing my brand, through modifying and, and, and really caring about how I showed up in spaces, because I was the girl when I first, first started, I was coming to interviews crazy you know what i mean just What's crazy like i'm coming there sexy as fuck but let's talk like i'm 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 getting confused at why men are distracted and it's like girl <laughs> your titties is on your chin you you know your cheeks is out like it's like they're getting a little distracted but mm. don't change who you are because i'm right. still coming in the room with that shit on i'm still yeah what's still up pretty girl yeah. thank you so much but i know that Men are just no shade to you guys, but you guys are a little ignorant. And you guys don't know how to stay focused. Like, fuck what I look like. Listen Lord to what Hill I'm saying. Said, what you say? I say niggas, so you ignorant motherfuckers can hear me. Right. You know what I mean? They, they That's gravitate the analogy to that. I always give. But I learned, and especially through people like you, I always tell you, Jazzy, you walk so I can run because I wouldn't be able to. I, I wouldn't feel empowered to even do what I'm doing mm. if it wasn't for people like you. Because I always say I allowed my looks to get me through the door, but my brain to get me a seat at the table. So I knew if I came in the room with the heels and the fitted dress, they'll let me in. But I knew once I started really talking my shit, they'll be like, oh, she could stay. That's have a seat. Keeps you, in. you know what I mean? That's have a seat. Let's pull out the chair for this young lady because she knows what she's talking about. So that duality is what I'm still working on because I do feel like I come off a little 
aggressive sometimes, but I'm still very feminine and into my fem- femininity. Yeah. But just managing these misogynistic space, the misogynistic spaces, yeah. is 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 not for the weak, especially when you are attractive female. And yes. you have to reiterate that pretty privilege and get me in the room. I got me in the room. I, there was a lot of pretty girls outside, but they let me in. And there's a reason they let me in. So I know it's no mistake that I'm here and was allotted the time and, and again, opportunities that I got. But I always tell you, I got to give you your flowers because that's where I got, allow your looks to get you in the door, but your brain to get you a seat at the table. You you would come in the room sexy as fuck, but we talking that shit. <laughs> Period. We talking that shit. We know our stuff and we okay. standing on it. And, and and you never were cowardly in the way you were talking. Mm-hmm. The interview was making eye contact with niggas. Mm-hmm. That's why when I'm talking, hello, how you doing? Let's look at each other face to face. I'm not scared to be here looking good and talking to you. I know I'm right where I belong. I never knew that. Yes. I never, I wasn't cognizant of me having that impact yeah first of all thank you for saying that but i was not cognizant of me having that type of impact Mm -hmm. on anybody although i've always said that's what i wanted to have but there's certain things that you pointed out that i was like oh shit you pay attention to that i seen it like being able to be in a room and interview a guy and be like i'm talking to you you're probably talking to him but i'm like uh Yep. Look I'm, up, nigga. Exactly. But they go they you force them to look up because you know what you're saying. Absolutely. Those will end up resonating with it because you are knowledgeable about what it is that you're saying. Mm-hmm. So it's blowing me away. I love you. I see you. <laughs> I tell you every time I'm always gonna throw roses because that meant so much. And you know, not even on some shit like but like as a as a little black girl, you know what I'm saying? That meant a lot. Just seeing like so she's not wearing boy clothes and talking like she's really coming mm. in as feminine as she want to be, as bad as she want to be. Makeup done, hair done. Mm. But I'm here to talk hip hop. Yeah. Let's talk. I'm just as much of a fan as you. I can educate you the way you can educate me. And I and I, I wear that with such pride. And I thank you so much for that, because it, it gets hard some days. You question whether or not you belong in the room mm. or if you should just be what people think you what you're supposed to be sometimes. Like maybe I should just go back to the Vixen shit because maybe they'll pay attention. It's like, no, L, you have a brain. Jazzy had a brain, right? And now you see her interviewing fucking Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Like, <laughs> come on. Imagine if she just was like, nah, I'm gonna just go back to what I know. Bend no. it over in the picture. You know what I'm saying? That's I, 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 I love that. That representation. But you can everything. do that too. But it's okay if you but show show right. show your you never smarts. you never try to make yourself small to make a man big and i i love that i love that jazzy i see that so much and i wear that with such pride and honor like i know i could do it because there's women out here that's doing it with integrity with grace and they're not bitches either they're nice women too they want to they want to be in community because a lot of women that are like that they kind of shy away from the other girls they don't try to teach the game but you've always been super supportive i remember i shouted you out i'm like she's never gonna see this shit you followed me i'm like oh my god (laughs) so just for even you to be in that connection and i'm 27 i know you're not that much older than me but it's just the fact that like you know (laughs) the age like no respectfully i love that we're connecting Uh, generations and it's like i can look to you and be like yo i know it's possible because you've done it jazzy and i appreciate that i really do all right that's enough (laughs) (laughs) she's going crazy but that was real Uh, that was real because i Ah, yeah, that was always my mo. So no, I you you sought out to do certain things because I have nieces. So mm. I was like, I definitely want to. I feel like it started with my nieces, really, because I, I don't have any kids. Okay, so I was like, I got nieces and nephews. I just want them to see that they can like, yeah. especially the girls. Like you can 
look a certain way and be respectful. That's, how was it hard, Jazzy? Was you like... We got to do a part two. I was about to say, this is correct because I got <laughs> questions. Yeah, we definitely Well, you are guest co-hosting with me today, yes. and I really do appreciate you being no here. Problem. So we're definitely going to do a part two, part yes. three, part four, part five. Yes, yes. It's because I really do in, in, enjoy your energy. Not because you gave me my flowers, which I do love, <laughs> but again, everything you said prior to that, like you really take this seriously. Thank you. I see you doing your thing. Like you said, you did shout me out. But I've followed you because I recognize you and I see you. Mm. And I do see me in you. Thank you so, so much. So keep up the great work. Thank you so much. And thank you. All yes. right. So listen, this is Woman in Hip Hop Podcast with your girl, Jezebel. Co-hosted today with L Jones in the building, L Jones Media. Make sure y'all follow her. Yes. And we're going to do more talk about Woman in Hip Hop, more pop culture talk, more hip hop talk. Just more hip hop, hip hop, hip hop all day long. Absolutely. And thank you so much for being here. But now before you go, if you can, yeah. sum it up in one word, the state that you feel right now. Not a phrase, not a sentence, but one word, what would it be? Uh, state of what? Women in hip hop? The state of feeling that you are in right now oh, in your life. Um, what would it be? I am hungry. 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 Hunger. For sure. Hunger for more. Shout out to yes. Boy Banks. Yes. Let's keep it hungry out here in these streets. You got it, sis. I yes. support you. Thank Anything you, so you need much, from Jazzy. me, let me know. Thank so you. So welcome. Thank All right. You. That's it for Jazzy Bell and Woman of Hip Hop and L. Jones. And we out. Deuces. Bye bye. created a space where we can celebrate the unsung and the undervalued. A place where we focus on the many talents and influences for women within the culture in hopes to inspire women everywhere to overcome adversity in a male-dominated world. Welcome to Woman in Hip Hop. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.